You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 74 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, This episode, we're just going to run through some kind of draft props and jazz like that. Uh, yeah, we'll just talk a bunch of prospects, you know, see uh, see what kind of bets you can make in Vegas. Yeah, you know, we've got, what, six, five days until the draft? Yeah, what is it, Saturday? Five days, I guess, technically? Yeah, because it's Thursday night, right? Thursday night's the first yep. round. Uh, so Saturday to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yep, five days. Um, Good job, Ryan. Wait to really figure that out there. Math, fingers, works. Um... <laughs> Right on. Should I just start throwing out some 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 ones at you that I like and uh... yeah yeah because I mean again there's there's no real news everything's slowed down um, everyone's waiting for you know this coronavirus to be over so we can get some people in the building and do some physicals that's the only what is this week four of us doing this quarantined yeah I think it's four um, week not bad um, it is what it is yeah it's worked out all right all right well let me kick this off with. Who do you think will be the first offensive lineman drafted? First off, who do you think? And then I'll tell you who the favorite is. Okay. Uh, and the first potential landing spot for an offensive lineman is like the Giants. So you kind of got to look at that. Uh, I, I I think it's like, I, I think it's Tristan Wirfs. He is the favorite. Um, minus 125. He's athletic. He's, he's a plug and play starter. Like immediately him and Andrew Thomas, I think are probably the two safest. But, like, Jedrick Will seems super safe, too, so, I mean... Yeah, they all seem pretty safe. Uh, maybe uh, Andrew Thomas is the fourth likeliest, so I feel like that's sort of an, maybe an upside thing, or, like, a, I guess he just isn't hyped as much as Wirfs and Wills, and actually oh. Becton's even ahead of Thomas, too. Yeah, which which is weird. I'd put money on uh, Thomas over Becton at this point. I know, like, after his combine, I, like, you know, uh, had that DK Metcalf hype up, but, uh, I mean, Andrew Thomas is a three-year starter at Georgia, went for... Like I think it was all freshman first team in the SEC, so like um, low, just super steady. Yeah, low, low. What is that? Low floor, high ceiling, or high, high. What is that? High floor. Yeah, high floor means you're like there's unlikely he'll be bad. Yeah, like he's got a high floor, but like you know, maybe people feel like he has a low ceiling though. Like he kind of is what he is, and he doesn't have like a huge amount of upside. But yeah, I don't know. He seems like a pretty damn good tackle to me. So. so you think it's worse? It is worse. Who they have favorited? So you know, maybe you wouldn't bet on that. It's not that great of a payoff. Back then, plus four fifty though. If you think the Giants just go with the big guy, oh, that—that's that, not a bad bet. No, that and like that could make sense. I mean, with that size and everything, you know, Dave Gettleman's an old school GM. He wants you know the big big hog mollies, as he says, and like Beckton is the epitome of that. You know, say what is he six eight three sixty five. What would you if he falls to the Vikings? You in on that? Sure, why not? I feel like it would be. I mean, I've been watching. You know, like we were just talking. There's a lot of old football games on and whatnot. I was watching the 2009 Monday Night game, Favre Packers, Favre Packers, and it's just you see Steve Hutchinson and Brian McKinney, and it's like and like Phil Lodell, he was huge too. Yeah, and obviously that's not our scheme anymore, but it is nice to just have some dude that can just fucking bully someone. Yeah, and like Brian McKinney, he's. You know, I, I don't know. He had a couple like off years and whatnot, but 
I mean, he was our best off offensive or best left tackle, even just tackle in general since he left. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Khalil never got there. He had like one good rookie season and then fell apart. Yeah, and like Brian O'Neill, you know, as good as he is, you know, he hasn't done it for the longevity and like uh, doesn't have the Pro Bowls. Like, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the. Uh, how about who do you think is the first safety drafted? Uh, I think it's Antoine Winfield. Um, so do you think it should be Winfield? Do you think it will be Winfield? Yes. Because the favorite is Xavier McKinney minus four hundred. Antoine Winfield is actually third on the board behind Delpit plus a thousand. So Ooh. Ryan, if you feel if you feel in your heart that Antoine Winfield's going. You throw a hundred dollars down on that, make a nice thousand dollars there. Well, that sounds that sounds mighty, mighty generous of them. Uh, or or you can bet on Jalen Elliott, who I'm not even up on, and plus fifteen thousand. You know, no, there you go. No thanks. I, what's Jeremy Chin at? Not not on the board. Oh okay. Either is uh, Kyle Duggar. Really? It's it's actually they got McKinney and Del Pitt, then it's Winfield, Ashton Davis. So those are like, like the main four, I would say. Yep. And then I'll, for some reason they have Geno Stone, who I like, but definitely not a first rounder. No. Terrell Burgess and Jalen like, Elliott, but definitely not a first rounder. Yeah, those guys are like, I don't even know why they're on there. I guess for some suckers to so like maybe some Iowa fans to bet Geno Stone and then yeah, or get their some money. Utah fans, some yeah, some West guys. But um, no, and it, like the the McKinney minus four hundred that that makes total sense. For the most part, he's kind of like seems... the most well-rounded. Yeah, like he, safety in the draft, safest again, like maybe. Yeah, he and he, he, like a lot of those Alabama safeties. I mean, Mika Fitzpatrick. I mean, they're the same guy in my mind, kind of. I think Fitzpatrick yeah. probably a, a little more talented, but uh, uh, I would say I would say he's a little more high-end, like athlete. I, I think the problem with Winfield is the injuries. Like, I wonder if any like with teams not being able to really like actually get a look at these guys. Yeah, I would say. Although he was at the combine, so they saw him there. True, but I would say definitely injuries. Like that. That's you know that that comes up for every player, um, and it all just kind of I mean, depends he, on how you how how your doctors kind of feel about those those types of injuries. Is it somewhere you know? Just, like, is it going to linger? Like, yeah. that's the thing with, like, Diggs. Like, everyone knew Diggs was super talented, but he just hurt all the time at Maryland. He falls to the fifth round, so. Yeah, and that's another thing. Is it, is he, does he just get, like, random nagging injuries, or is it just, like, you know, bad play, corner took a bad angle at his knee or whatever? Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, and I think if it's a bunch of nagging injuries, kind of, kind of where, like, Tua comes in, where, you know, sprained wrist, sprained ankle, just, those things where you're showing up on the uh, on the injury report all the time that that stuff can that's kind of... yeah that's more of a red flag than like oh I you know blew up my knee because a dude rolled it you know yeah it's like Deshaun Jackson it's like he's super fast but he's clearly just like almost too fast for his body he's constantly pulling a hamstring like yep. just constantly it's like yeah it seems like an issue and you see that with uh, a lot of fast guys you know yeah. where it's like yeah I'm just too fast for my own good. It quickly um, happened with, like, Hollywood Brown immediately was pulling hamstrings and shit. I feel like John Ross is always hurt. Yeah, and, you know, I think, you know, you didn't see it a lot in college with those guys, but at the same time, they, they, they get into the in an NFL weight room, so their muscles are getting stronger, and that's when their body can't really handle it at that point. Yeah. And I think that might – I don't know. I don't think that will bother 
any teams with rugs, but that might just be something to keep in mind, seeing as he should probably put on 12 pounds or so. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he's pulling his hamstring. Yeah. Speaking of rugs, uh, next one, who will be the first receiver drafted? Uh, I think Jerry Judy's probably the favorite. I uh, would think CeeDee Lamb should be the first wide receiver off the board. It's basically a tie between Lamb and Judy, and then Ruggs is like the third. You get a little, you know, plus three hundred, and then it's like way further down. T Higgins, Justin Jefferson, and uh, KJ Hamler makes the list. Okay, our I, boy. We I, we were early KJ Hamler guys. Deep threat. Definitely got some speed to him. Um, definitely not going first receiver though. Don't, no, don't put money on that. I like. I if you're putting money on first receiver, it's one of those top three guys: Ruggs, Judy. Yeah, Lamb. I feel like just as far as a uh, actual value bet i would do rugs plus 300 like if i'm betting the other two i'm not really making a lot of money but and rugs i feel like some team four two speed they're like oh i'll take this guy it's like john ross went top 10 he's not even that good exactly uh and henry rugs is by far a better prospect than uh john rugs so john rugs or john ross <laughs> yeah john ross was like you know mostly just speed rugs actually seems like he knows what he's doing out there you no know, uh, i agree and you know like lately i don't know Maybe, may, maybe I had watched like Judy too much, but I'm like starting to go back and forth between Judy and Lamb again uh, as like wide receiver one. Like I just rank them next to each other. And you just, you kind just... of have to. They they're, they're two different styles of receivers. Where like CD Lamb is DeAndre Hopkins type, and Jerry Judy is like Devonte Adams, Stephon Diggs. Uh, yeah, both you know obviously top ten receiver type players. It's just pick you, you know. It's like a style. Favorite? You like chocolate or yeah. vanilla? Yeah, they're both going to be good. Yep. Just, you know. All right, let's see what else we got. Let's do some just player-specific ones. How about how about we do Justin Herbert? Do you think he is over under five and a half? Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm going to go. Who pick? Who picks fifth? Is that Miami? That's Miami, and the Chargers are right behind them. I'm going. I'm going to go under five and a half. Okay. Because uh, just just based on so last year, we didn't. We only saw one trade in the top twenty, and now was it really one trade? Yeah, just the uh, Broncos and Pittsburgh swapping ten and twenty. Noah Font and Devin Bush. Yeah, yep. those two. Yep. What, wow, one trade. One okay. trade. And, now, and now you've got, you know, everyone doing what we're doing, you know, over the computer, not together. I think people are more likely to see the board fall to them rather than go up and get their guy, especially since they haven't been able to go and see these players in the last, you know, six to eight weeks. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to go under on Herbert just because – Wait, they, when you say under, you mean he will over, go over on Herbert because I think he's yeah. going to go six after five and a half. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep, and I think Miami likes Tua more than Herbert. Yeah, who do you? How do you see the quarterbacks going? Do you see it going Burrow, Tua, Herbert, Love, or like what's your order that you think it's going to go? Yeah, I think it's Burrow, Tua, Herbert, Love, Hurts. Okay. So I'll I'll say I think he's gonna go over with I'm the same as you, but I just really hope he goes before our first pick. 
Like, I want as many quarterbacks off the board before we pick. I'm hoping all four of them go. Yeah, I want, I want I, quarterbacks to go and as many, like, linebackers and kind of DNs to go, too, honestly. Like, Chase On and Epineza and just Gross Matos. Just hopefully, oh, I don't know. Yeah. And even, like, Kinlaw and Derek Brown. Like, I, I like Kinlaw. Like, I'll gladly take him. But, like, that just means that, like, you know, the receivers, the cornerbacks, those guys get pushed down towards us. Tackles. Yeah. I'm, that's, like, really we're hoping that one of the top tackles, receivers, corners falls. I mean, I'm all about Kinloff. He falls. But so if if we can get more quarterbacks to go, more, you know, maybe a running back that's up there, you know, yeah. a linebacker. Put Patrick Queen ahead of us. Like, I don't want the guy. Good player, but we don't really have a use for him. Throw – I don't know. Throw some uh, interior linemen. I know we could use an interior lineman. I just don't really want one in the first round. Yeah, you just prefer I don't tackle know. over guard. Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, just um, value-wise. Un- understandable. Um, uh, what do you see Jordan Love? His over-under is 19 and a half. Obviously, we're rooting for under or, you know, right in that area. And that's like, uh, I'm surprised it's it's not at 20 and a half where it's like, do you think Jacksonville and Oakland will pass on him with their second pick? Um, Because right now it's just getting, or not Oakland, Las Vegas. Um, Oh, yeah. God. I I feel like it's going to be under. I I think, oh, really? I think it's going to be over. I just feel like someone's going to trick themselves into being like, oh, maybe he's the next Mahomes or like the next, like, I don't know, that quarterback that. I can see Belichick trying to make a move for him. Getting up there. Well, he's got lots of picks, doesn't he? I feel like they always do. And, you know, they're picking 23, right? Right Right in between our picks, right? Yeah. In between us, we go – it's us, and then I think it's – is it the Saints and the – Patriots. The uh, Patriots. Saints. Yeah, so. And those are two teams who can potentially land – Both take a QB. Yeah. yeah, take order back right there. That's perfect. Yep. Uh, okay, let's jump to – let's go to – I never answered that unless – Oh, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? over 19 okay. and a half. I, I you think, think he goes in the first round? Yeah, I think a team like... Uh, I mean, know, honestly, like, like, the like, one you just said, like right in between us could be where he goes, and that's an over. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's always the chance that, fuck, maybe uh, the Dolphins like Jordan Love, and they want to take a tackle and another position. And yeah. Take, or, uh, or the Chargers. Maybe they want to get a tackle because they truly do feel like, you know, Tyra Taylor, t- you know, he's like... Statistically, one of the best at holding on to the football. Like maybe if they just feel like we don't turn the football over, we'll be fine. So we draft a tackle to protect them, and then they trade up from their second round spot uh, to go get Jordan Love. Uh, I don't know. I, I I see him going in the first, but I don't see him going in the top twenty. Okay. 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 Um, let's throw out Justin Jefferson next, just because his over under is twenty one and a half. Which is right on our pick, basically. What are we? Twenty-two. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Basically, g- the question is: Will he be available when we're picking? And I'm gonna say he's not available. Oh, wow. Okay. You think he's gone? I think he's gone. I don't think he makes it past Philadelphia, but I can also see a team like uh, like Denver taking him if the top three are gone. And they- well, that's what I feel like. I feel like it's how quick do those first three go? Because Philly easily could take receiver, Denver could easily take receiver, and Dallas. if those guys are gone, yeah, I feel like Jefferson is. It's either Jefferson or Mims, probably. I don't. Maybe T. Higgins like slides in there. If someone's looking for like a big-bodied guy, but 
I feel like who do you think? Well, sorry. Like who do you think? Who do you think's like the fourth receiver off the board? I think it's Jefferson. That's, just, I do too. Yeah, like um, yeah, I, I I just think it's Jefferson. The uh, who are the two teams at the Senior Bowl? Uh, Bengals mm. and Matt Patricia. Is it Detroit. Oh yeah, Patricia. And I since he kind of you know performed well there. I don't know. I I, I feel like. I don't know, maybe not as many teams are high on Mims as like you know internet scouts are. Um, I, I I he does feel like uh yeah like the the Twitter world loves Mims and like I don't know if the NFL world likes him as much. Yeah, I um, think you're right on that. And like that uh, that Eric Crocker was showing some tape of him against Jeff Gladney and he was like the most physical corner he went against and he just like kind of like quit on his routes and like couldn't get past him so justin jefferson no or uh, mims denzel mims so it's oh, like, okay all right if he can't get by like like if you know he's a big guy but if he has a problem with like scrappy cornerbacks then that's going to be a problem because every team no matter if he's like 510 or six foot they're gonna put their scrappiest guy on him and just take him out yeah of the game. who is your on your board your give me your top five receivers in order Top five receivers in order: uh, Lamb, Judy. So there's Ty two. for one. Yep. Is that one or is that two wide receivers? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be two. We'll count them as two. Um, Henry Ruggs. Um, then I'm going to go Justin Jefferson, but I don't really like him like for the Vikings just because he's so much like Adam Thielen. He's he plays so much slot and he is very much like that like underneath like intermediate route guy. Like I just. As far as fit, I just really like Henry Ruggs, but I don't think he's going to be there. So, yeah, Jefferson looks like a good player, and I wouldn't be mad if we t- if we took him. But yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, just I don't really know if it adds anything new to our offense. Yeah, and then uh, and then Brandon Ayuk is uh, is my number five. Okay, I think right now I have Mims. I have him like kind of tiered, so those top three are in a tier. Jefferson's kind of on his own, and then it's Mims and Ayuk together. All red right Um, I that's weird. Like you know, like. I feel like Justin Jefferson's probably safer, but like even like a Brandon Ayuk, I just feel like he fits what we need more. Yeah, de- like definitely more just to, more straight line speed kind of guy. Like Jeff- Jefferson ran a great forty, and it like definitely boosted his draft stock. But like I don't know, and that was the kind of thing with like Diggs and Thiel. Like they were both great, but also the same type of receiver. Yeah, Diggs felt to me though that he had a little bit more like deep, Juice, especially this last year, yeah. like when when. Kubiak came and Stefanski like got him out of just running out of the slot. Like he just he had a ton of deep bombs this year, and I don't. Maybe Jefferson has that, but like every time I watch his highlight reel, it's just a lot of like really nice, you know, intermediate stuff. So. Yeah, and that's and maybe that's just uh, the because he played under Joe Brady, and it's all about timing and everything like that. Well, um, and it is kind of interesting because you can like Diggs went from that kind of person with Filippo to being a totally different person. So like if you're stuck in an offense where they just make you play slot. Or make you run certain routes. You can't really show off if you have that other ability. Yeah. So who um, knows? But like you see, you see what IU did this past year. You know, bunch of bunch of big plays. Uh, like a lot of go routes, a lot of like posts and whatnot. But he also like turns those underneath routes and like into big plays. Uh, you watch him as a compliment the year before to uh, Nikhil Harry, who was a first round yeah. pick. And like some of those ta- like some of those games where you see Harry on one side and Ayuk on the other, like. Ayuk makes 
kind of made a lot more plays than Nikhil Harry did. It's yeah, I think Ayuk's a better prospect than Nikhil Harry. I don't even know why Nikhil Harry went in the first round. Like I, he's fine. I don't think he's. I mean, it was end of the first. But I, I, I I think Ayuk's a better prospect. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people say like like you know you get those combined draft classes like this year and the year prior. Yep. And like they do the wide receiver rankings, and Nikhil Harry seems to be like that. He'd be like that six to eight wide receiver this year rather than number. Yeah, what was it last year? Is he like, the first receiver off the board? No, because Hollywood. No, Hollywood. Was it Hollywood then Nikhil Harry? I'm looking it up right now. That's crazy. What a that's kind of a garbage draft for receivers. Marquise Brown, D. No, yeah, Nikhil Harry. No, no. And then Debo was at the very top of the second, or right near the top. Like, yeah, wow. I mean, I mean, I get it. The Patriots were looking for a uh, like a more physical wide receiver, but should have took AJ Brown. I I I was gonna say Debo Samuel. Like that's their kind of fucking player. Either one of them. I listen to Bill Simmons' podcast a lot. He's like a big Patriots guy. Yep. And yeah, none too pleased that he has to watch Debo and A.J. Brown dominate while Nikhil Harry couldn't even get on the field. And just seems like he has no juice. Like He just seems like very much a like big body. I, well, you know? yeah, I think they were looking for that, you know, that Elshon Jeffrey, you know, that yeah. just, a, you know, just somewhere for Brady to just put it in an area when you're under pressure and whatnot. You know, they lost Gronk. Um, yep. They're trying That's to- the one fear of like almost forcing yourself to draft for a specific like role like even for the vikings right now it's like i really think we need a speed guy but i don't want to pass on a better receiver to go get a speed guy yeah i don't you know I, like i don't want to pass on justin jefferson and brandon Ayuk just to get kj hamler at 25 or whatever you know just yeah reach for like someone that fits better but might not be as good of a player like i think they really pigeonhole themselves like we need a big body receiver yep. and Missed on some good players. Uh, sticky with receiver Denzel Mims. His over under is basically the first round. Will he go in the first round or will he not? And like we just said, I feel like he's kind of rising during like the draft process and like on, in the Twitter world. But I wonder if it's as much in the NFL teams or if it's more of like he's more of a project. Yeah, the two spots I'm kind of uh, interested in are the uh, um, the Packers Titans spots. I feel like those, yeah. those are two teams where at the end of the first round they both could use a receiver. Titans probably not so much because they took A.J. Brown, and I don't know how they feel about Corey Davis. I, I'd draft yeah. a receiver to replace Corey Davis. but That's rough. That's neither here nor there. Um, that's t- what was he, a top five pick, man? That's, yeah, that's number t- four, or was he number seven? Doesn't matter. I think he was number four, but yeah, anyways. Um, but like, I mean, if the Packers are on the board at, what are they, 30... 30 30 or 29 let me check i got the thing pulled up right here they're 30 and if we're saying that we think justin jefferson's probably gone by the time we're on the board like who else could go i mean some people like lavisca chenault or uh, jalen rager or i mean it's like an, i feel like another receiver is going after our pick there's enough teams that need one and i can the packers really honestly not pick a receiver like what are they doing no, they, they they have to get another pass catcher, definitely. Like, it can't just be Devontae Adams every year. Like, if I'm the Packers, I'm trying to get two in the first four rounds. Yeah, so I guess they could wait till their second round pick, but again, that's, that's take the one end the of first, the second. Though, like, get, get one of the better ones so you have, a, like, a potentially legit number two to Devontae Adams, and then grab another one who can be, like, a third, a third guy because... 
Al Lazard, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. You really want to? It's so watch bad. Again? Like uh, it's so funny. You see Viking fans all worried about our passing game because we lost Diggs, and it's like, dude, if you're ranking our two teams together, it's probably okay. I'll give them Devontae Adams one, Thielen two, and then it's probably like Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith before you even get to like Packer. Who's th- who's their tight end? Um, they even have one. Yeah, Chase they- Sternberger. Sternberger, did they sign one? I know they lost Jimmy Graham, but did they? I know they were in the runnings for Austin Hooper too, but I don't think they I don't got think they got one. And their like second receivers are like absolute trash. So it's really it's Rogers and uh, Devontae Adams just you know hanging out. So I just think like Denzel Mims to them at thirty sounds seems like far too likely. Or if they don't like Mims and they take Chenault it's, or someone, yeah, it's gonna they're taking a wide receiver. It just depends on is it is it Mims. Yeah. Um, I'd rather they take, like, a Chenault or something. That dude scares me. He just reminds me of Cordero Patterson. So, like, I'd rather them take him and he bust. Yeah. Def- oh, definitely. Just, <laughs> oh, you're you're fast and gadgety, but you cannot separate. Yeah. You yeah, cannot yeah, catch you, in traffic. You need to run exactly. jet sweeps. Jet sweeps, bubble screens. Like, I'm done drafting players like that. I think we were texting about that. I just, like, I don't. Cordero Patterson has ruined that for me. Yeah, I don't he, want like you have to like that anymore. Yeah, manufacturing touches for players like no, like the thing like Percy Harvin was kind of like billed as that, like oh he's like a, a gadget guy. That dude actually could just play slot receiver. Yeah, like he couldn't run. He didn't. He wasn't very good at like running deep, like and catching bombs or anything. But like he could run like intermediate routes. He could run you know quick things, and then you could also run gadget plays for him too. You can't just have a Cordero Patterson who sucks at everything besides like forcing him the ball. Yeah, no, Percy Harvin is like. Like that's what we wanted when we got Cordero Patterson. It was like, oh my god, it's it's Percy Harvin all over again. But yeah. like, you know, Percy Harvin's it's, lining up in the backfield, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, what is he doing? Like his rookie year, Harvin, like they occasionally would do some crazy like gadget with him, but he mostly just was a really good slot receiver. Like you had Barry and Rice, and then he just. He'd go over the middle. He'd fucking no fear, just get completely destroyed. God, Percy Irvin was so cool. Yeah, it'd have been nice if he did. I never got, uh, you know, like all the headaches and all that bullshit. Did he have uh, headaches or was Brad Childress the headache? <laughs> Brad Childress fucking throwing weights at him. Uh, okay, let's do, hey, Florida player. Harvin, Florida. CJ Henderson, Florida. A, a hot riser on the grapes board. Oh, I, This guy, CB2 for you? Yeah, like... Set in stone, he's the second best cornerback in the draft. Um, I feel like he's Okuda, this. He's yeah. like the best corner in the draft. Who is the corner who was drafted first last year? Um, that's a good question. I feel like it was like DeAndre Baker or some shit. Baker was a second rounder, or very late first. First corner taken last year. Oh right, you're right. DeAndre Baker thirtieth. That what a bad what a weird draft last year. That was a terrible cornerback draft. Like, C.J. Henderson... And receiver draft. Like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, I guess it ended up being good, but, like, first-round-wise, for the first receiver to go 25th and the first corner to go 30th, what the hell's everyone drafting? Dexter Lawrence. Garrett Bradbury. Chris Lindstrom Bradbury. Just Caleb shitty linemen. Titus Howard. Oof. Yikes. Uh, yeah, well, a lot of, lot of linemen. So, uh... What what were you saying about why why do you care about that corner? Akuda Henderson. Well, Just Henderson, like I feel like Henderson would would have been like 
the best quarterback in last year's draft. But like, that's not yeah. like that's not even fair to say. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a comparing it to a horrible. Draft. I would say, I would okay, say, fine. I, I guess C.J. Anderson would be quarterback one most years. Yeah, uh, I would say. I just feel like he is talent wise. There was. I just feel like I've read a lot that like I don't know. This year wasn't as good as the year previous year. Like was he like letting up on the gas a little because he knew he was going to get drafted? Like so. I think just pure talent wise, he's number two. He might even be right up there with Akuda. Like he just. Yeah, there's a lot of people like who like I don't know. Chris Sims is a bitch, but he's got like Okuda. <laughs> he's got Okuda cornerback three. He's got AJ Terrell that number two. Terrell, but he's another one that I feel like has been rising late. Like people have been like, don't forget about Terrell. Like, he had that one bad game against uh, Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase and, but that's not saying much because everyone got destroyed by Jamar Chase. Uh, yeah, Christian. No, no, no. C.J. Henderson played decent against him. I think he got burned as of like later in the game, but I think for the most part he held his own. So if he fell to us at twenty-two, that's like that's like a grapes home run. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, it. I think that's like a pound the table. Like if you don't draft C.J. Henderson right here, I'm going to freak. Yeah, we kind of were texting about that. Like we feel like our like twenty-two and twenty-five. We're not in a very good area for like. Like last year, we were very excited about if Hollywood's there or if Christian Wilkins is there. Um, but then, or or even like like Dillard, we thought was going to be gone uh, before we got up, and he was there. Uh, so, yep. who's that guy this year? Like, I feel like there's a clear top twelve ish, but maybe you're going thirteen now if you add C.J. Henderson to it. Yeah, I think I've got. And I don't think any of them are going to make it to us. Yeah, I, like there's so many teams ahead of us with the same same kind of needs, and if not like immediate need, it's like okay, the needs surrounding those like it's more of a luxury pick, but only based because the other team's needs are no longer available as well. Yeah. So, and then that second group, like after those top twelve, thirteen, I just feel like they're all kind of the same, and there's not anyone that I'm like super like excited about. So there'll be someone we take, and I'll like it, but. A po- yeah, we were talking like pound the table guys or like guys that we really like, and it's kind of just like we're stuck in like this middle to back end of the first. So it's like I don't know, I get the same guy at the end of the first. Yeah, um, the uh, the draft network had a podcast last week where they did this year's draft, but with like last year's uh, draft order. Okay, that's random. Yeah, uh, but like you know, the Vikings had the 18th pick. And we ended up with Jerry Judy. See, like that, like, yeah, if you get, it just feels like you're a tier above, like if you can somehow get, that's why, I mean, honestly, with, with 12 picks right now, two firsts, two thirds, like I, I could see us jumping from 22 up to like 15 to grab someone that's at falling out of that top area. You know, if a couple quarterbacks go, someone takes Derek Brown or some shit, like so, a decent player is going to fall into that mid-teens and like I'd like to go get him. Like it, as a Vikings fan, I'm looking at that uh, that that 14 spot with Tampa, um, where if no offensive tackles are there, like all the big four go, maybe they want to move back and secure like maybe they have like Josh Jones, Ezra Cleveland, Austin Jackson, like in the same tier with like first round grades or you know just one of those guys a little that they know they can get a little later. Yeah, and you know maybe because the Jets Browns. And, I don't know, maybe Jacksonville takes some. I don't know. But, like, a top receiver's there or a top cornerback. Yeah, I'd go get him. Yeah. See, to me, it's like if one of the three top receivers is there, 
I'd like to go get him. If one of those four offensive tackles I like, I like, which is what Thomas, Wills, Werfs, and uh, Backton. Who's Backton? See, I'm not as big on Backton, so maybe it's only three for me. Okay. As far as fit, so like I'm not trading you're, up for you're Backton. Not trading up for Backton, yeah. I'll take him if he's sitting there on the board, but I, I, it scares I, me a little that he's such a mauler, like such. I mean, he's a good athlete, but I'm not. I'm not like advocating trading up for Backton. But if we trade up for Beckton, obviously we saw something. Yeah, and obviously I'm jacked. Like, if yeah. we do do it, it's like, fuck yeah, let's go. So, you know, those four, the three receivers, and then I would say Javon Kinlaw is another one that I would trade up for. Yep. I don't think I'm trading up for any corners just because, like, I sort of have C.J. Henderson in the same tier as, like, Christian Fulton, Jeff Gladney, Jalen Johnson. So one of those guys will be there for me. Now, you like Henderson a little more. I think you would yeah, be no, I, pretty I'm, happy going up. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, if I'm trading it, up into the top 20 grabbing C.J. Henderson. Like, even if it's nine with Jaguar with, or seven with Carolina, I don't give a fuck right now. Like, <laughs> go get me C.J. Henderson. Like, that, like I'd be ecstatic. That'd be okay, nuts. Okay. So, basically, when we start getting to that 10 to 15 range, me and you are going to be looking at, the, you know, the last few players that we still, like, feel like are at that tier ahead and kind of hoping we make Yeah. Yeah, is that, like, I'm kind of hoping that, the clock kind of ticks down and it's like, all right, maybe it's because the team's on the move. Like maybe uh-huh. A trade something. is in, yeah. you know, a little Viking logo pops up. It's like, you know what I actually, my ideal scenario would be, and I've done a few uh, draft network mocks by like doing this. It's trading up with our t- uh, 22nd pick, getting one of those like top tier guys. And then with the other one, just trading back like from 25 to 30 or 25 to 33 or whatever. And just gaining that draft capital right back. Because, yep. like, yep. from 25 to 40-ish, unless someone falls, they're all kind of the same talent. Like, I'm sure you could get someone of similar talent for at 25 that you do at 32, so. Yeah, and I can, uh, I, I would not put it past Spielman if that's kind of his plan. Trade up, then trade back. Yeah, you end up with the same amount of picks, but you kind of get a blue chipper where unless something crazy happens, I just doesn't seem like we're going to get one at 22. Yep, you know, we're gonna get a good player, but it's not gonna be someone that's like in the elite tier. And the way he likes to manipulate the board, I can see where it might even look like we're overpaying to get up to get that blue chip prospect. But just because he knows he's gonna trade back seven different times, well, that's what's all of that back. That's what's funny. I remember the one year, like after the press com, or they always do like little press conferences after each day, and he was just like, you know, at this point, we feel like we're so good at just gaining draft picks. Like, we're not really concerned about, you know, if we go up. He's like, I, get, I it just seems like it's we're good at accumulating picks by moving back. Like, he does it every year. I just saw uh, an article posted about, like, what GM's tendencies are. And it said we've traded up, like, 24 times and only traded – oh, traded down, like, 20-some times and only traded up, like, nine. Like, like he just yeah. loves to gather picks. Yep, just so, gather a bunch of darts to throw at the board. The Saints, they showed the Saints, never have traded down under Mickey Loomis, and they've traded up 10 times. Like Get they, out of they're, here. They're the team that it's like, if they see a guy that they, they target a player, and they go get him, you know? Where I think Spielman, it's more like, here's 10 players that I feel like are all kind of similar in grade. I'll trade back 10 spots and get the last one of this group, and rather than be like, I need this one guy. So it's like it's almost like two totally different mentalities. Yep, yeah, but and like that... Like, and some people, like, like I, I like the idea, but also you can, I, I kind of get where people will be like, dude, that's terrible. What if one of those 10 guys are actually special and the last guy in your group is just meh? Well, yeah, I, which is, but I feel like it's, it's, 
almost knowing like I'm not smarter than like the draft is still very random. Like if you have them all graded the same, you're basically just like it's almost you're just picking one out of a hat. So like why trade draft capital to go up and get someone? But then there's times where it's like okay, we really want Julio Jones. Like he's the only good receiver we think in this draft after AJ Green. Like if you look at that draft, it's like AJ Green, Julio, and then just trash. Yep. So it's like that ended up working out really well. Like they're like, there's no one we can get here, so let's go get our guy. I think you gotta have like a little bit of both. So, you know, I mean Spielman's done it before where he went up and got Harrison Smith. He went up and got Teddy Bridgewater. Went up and got like, Cordero Patterson. Yeah, oh, we don't bring up that one. Why you gotta say such things? Uh but yeah. And then there's times where like he just trades back seven times, picks, picks Alexander Madison, and ends up with a bunch of draft picks. So that 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 Patterson draft just we ended up with the second. We ended up with the Shree Floyd pick because we traded Harvin, correct? I believe so. Okay. Yep. That's all. That's all I was curious about. And, and that I felt like Shree Floyd is someone that like no one expected to be on the board. No, he was mocked top five for the longest time. Yeah, but, and like then, you'd see him mocked at twelve, and it's like <laughs> you guys are retarded if you yeah. think Street Floyd's falling to twelve. Uh, yeah. That's a bummer that like he had to have his knee thing. I mean, Rhodes is a pretty damn good corner for quite a few years, but like if you could have just not fucked that Patterson pickup, if we could have taken Floyd Hopkins Rhodes, good lord, <laughs> we'd be we'd be building Spielman a statue. Yeah, because uh, Hopkins was picked between Rhodes and Patterson. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Uh, let me throw out this prop. So they have props of what position will the first draft pick of each team be. So let's just do the Vikings. What do you think? Offense, defense. For our first pick. I guess it's kind of silly because we have two picks, so you could easily go yeah. one and one. Um, well, but it's first pick. So at 22. Uh, wow, that's a, that, like, that's a tough one because like I personally think we're going to trade – trade back from 25 so it's like do I think we're gonna take a wide receiver or take a cornerback or three tech kind of deal um or even tech I just yeah Yeah. you think there's a three tech there that's worth like it's just Kinlaw I guess like it's yeah maybe Gallimore like I don't know he's like my next best one but I don't know if you're I'm gonna go I'm gonna go defense to me it's almost like I think I would go offense because I feel like it's offensive line or receiver versus just corner. Like I don't know what because yeah, I don't see enough three tech. Like Kinlaw, I think is gone, and I don't. I haven't really heard much like Gallimore's gonna go in that area. And then it's like besides, but I don't know. Maybe we could do like a like a Winfield safety or an edge guy. I'm going like, corner. I'm going corner. Okay. I'm going. Okay. Corner. I think I'm gonna go corner too. I I it's I just defense. feel like. We are such a giant hole at corner that we what's almost have to. Uh, yeah, what's the uh, uh, odds on both of those? Um, it is. Where was that? Minnesota right here. Uh, so the favorite is defense, minus 150. And what is it, plus 150 for offense? Plus 110. They screw you um, on it. Bastards. Fuck them. Uh, okay, how about who do you think is the second defense alignment drafted? Oh, Derek Brown. He's the heavy favorite. Do you, I just feel like maybe Kinlock could jump him. Yeah, that's why I feel like Derek Brown's the second. 
Chase Young is already there, gone. Though. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. I'm just so used to, like, looking past him. I know. <laughs> I do that, too. Like, him and Akuda, I don't even, like, it's no, always, Kin- like, Kinla. I just. Then, sorry, Kinlaw. Kinlaw is the second one taken. Okay, well, that there you go. You plus 200, make a little money on that one. No, I, uh, I he heard some buzz about uh, the Panthers being high on Javon Kinlaw. Okay, okay. Uh, but, and it all kind of goes back to, you know, this whole quarantine thing. But, uh, you know, the Carolina Panthers, he went to South Carolina. They're kind of in, like, a close proximity to uh, talk to the coaches and jazz like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So it sounds like they've been able to uh, gather a bunch of information on him. So I think uh, I think a lot of the Panthers at seven is quite realistic. Really bad. I like that. Um, here's some different type of props. How many cornerbacks do you think go in the first round? Over, under, four and a half. Uh, you got over, Okuda. O- over four and a half. I think it's going to be five. I think it's going to be Okuda, C.J. Henderson, uh, Jeff Gladney. Um, Christian Fulton? Christian Fulton. I think Jalen Johnson or Noah I. Yeah, I feel like you got four almost almost locks. Like, I mean, Henderson, Okuda, uh, Fulton, and Jeff Gladney. And then you have so many that could easily sneak in with Noah, I, AJ Terrell, Trayvon Diggs, although he seems to be falling a little bit, but he still could slip into a, a cover Seattle three team. for sure, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I would go over on that one. Uh, and that is – that's the favorite is over. Um, how about total – that's too much to count – total defensive players. How about total offensive linemen? Over under six and a half. It's a lot. Offense under Offensive. six and a half. Under I mean you got the f- big four. Oh big fuck. So big then what? Four. How about interior linemen? You got any of them? I think Cesar Ruiz slips in there. So that's five. You got to get two more. So Josh Jones, Josh, Jones Josh Jones and Ezra Cleveland. Isaiah Wilson. Jackson. Austin Jackson. Yep. You know why I, I feel like I feel like at first glance it's under. I mean, yeah. But when you look at last year's draft and fucking Caleb McGrary's going, who did we just name? Titus Howard. Guys that it was like when we were looking at boards, it's like those guys are second round players. They won't go this high. And, but And, you know, in the NFL, like – it's hard to come by good offensive linemen. Yeah. You know, like if you see, if you have one graded in the first round or even like, you know, early second and you pick in the late first, it's like, well, because you got Tennessee after us who could use one. I don't know how Green Bay is at offensive line. I know they lost Bulaga. Um, so they could potentially take a lineman. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just the, the Chiefs, like, are they really going to have Mike Remmers start at right guard? Oh my, is that really who they have penciled? I think so. Yikes. I, there's just so many, like, name a team and you're naming a team that needs an offensive lineman. Like, every team needs one. Yeah. yeah. So, I just, yeah. It's a, it's almost like, I don't know if there's actually enough talented first round players to be over six and a half, but people will just reach. That's what they'll do. I mean, like last year, a couple interior linemen went, a bunch of tackles that didn't deserve to went, so I'm going to switch mine to over. Over. All right, right on. I, I like it. I like it. We're on opposite sides of this thing. So now we got some either ors. Who will be drafted first, Jeremy Chin or Antoine Winfield Jr.? I already know your answer, but just letting you know, put your money on Antoine Winfield yeah, Jr. Yeah, yep. Everyone should. Ah, 
you know, with with the whole short wait. Everyone put their stimulus check on Antoine Winfield Jr. going before Jamie Chad. I mean, it's minus one twenty, so it's not a great value. But Damn it! If it's a, it's a sure thing, so what's it matter? Put your money on him. Yeah, put your money on him. You'll win twenty dollars for every hundred dollars spent. <laughs> okay, so you here's... will you will win twelve twenties. <laughs> <laughs> this is big. Uh, all right, again, who will be drafted first? AJ Epinesa, Epinesa, or Uter Gross Matos? Ooh, let's not make that noise in the mic. Ooh, that was that was rough on the ears there, Ryan. Sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> uh, didn't even try to make the noise. I was just uh, just in. Yeah. It was like Ryan, like ooh, okay. Yeah. Let me think about this one. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'll Gross tell you who Matos. the favorite is. Is yes, Penn State's Gross Matos. Yeah, I, th- I think Gross Matos goes first. I think people got bored of Epinesa. I think his combine did not help him out at all. He um, definitely feels like a late faller. Like you got guys like like Henderson seems to be moving up. Epinesa seems definitely to be someone that all of a sudden I'm seeing him mocked more towards the back half. Like he's always available for our pick. It seems like I, I, I feel like if he gets past the Patriots and the Seahawks. It's going to be tough for him to go in the first. He feels like another prospect, though, that I could see like NFL old school coaches and GMs liking more than new school, like, you know, Twitter scouts, just because of like, oh, he's strong and he's smart and we're like, he's just not very flashy. Maybe, maybe so. Dave Gettleman trades up from the, don't they have a high second round pick? Yeah, they should, I would assume. I would yeah, so. he looks like he's kind of guy. Yeah. Trade up. Uh, all right. How about. Let's do a lot, of, a lot of Trayvon Diggs either ors. Very, very strange. How about Jacob Eason or Jake Fromm? A couple quarterbacks. Ooh. A couple probably not first round guys, second, third round guys. No, yeah, those are like that. That's a good like either or one because it's it's kind of pick your poison. Um, Jake Fromm is more of your uh, just kind of Drew Brees type passer. Accurate, not much arm strength. Where uh, Jakey, uh, no Jacob Eason, no Jake from Drew Brees, Jacob Eason, prototypical passer, taller, big arm. Um, yeah, kind of. It's like, do you want the safer guy or do you want the like more upside guy? You know. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I think it goes to the Bruce Arians second round pick, honestly. Okay. Um. Because who better to groom your next... Well, then again, Bruce Arians probably doesn't care about the next guy because he's already like 70. Yeah, um, him and Tom are going to leave in two years. They're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I go Eason. I know Fromm's okay. probably... I'm Fromm's, going Fromm. You're going Fromm? Nope. I like Eason over Fromm, personally. Yeah, I got I like him in kind of the same both. area. I, like I, I think I like Hurts over both of them, too. But I'll take I'll take from you take Eason. I mean that that'll work. That's yep. fine by me. Yep. We got any? Do we do, do we want to wager anything on? Well, it was this one, and there was another one that we had a difference. A disagreement. On. Yeah, I think it was the offensive tackles. Oh, offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah. Offensive yeah. linemen drafted. I went over. You went under. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to think of something. I, I like this one so far for the most part because that, that that's a good one because we kind of have them graded the same. Uh, how about who will be drafted drafted first, Austin Jackson or Josh Jones? I feel like we're Josh Jones guys, yeah. but I, Austin Jackson, dude's like, was he like twenty? Yeah. Like I could see someone being like upside, like he's he's 
I don't know. I could definitely see an NFL team drafting him. I can see the Vikings drafting him. Yeah, and he had a down year, but I feel like I heard he had some, like, like his sister had some issues, like some, like, health issues. So it was kind of uh, distant, like, kind of, you know, last year from the game. Okay. That's why his tape kind of slipped. But, uh, like, the year before I hear he, like, I didn't really look at his tape, but I hear it's, like, really good. So that's kind of like an interesting one. I think it's Josh Jones, though. Um, I'm actually going to go Austin Jackson, I like but I prefer Josh Jones. Yeah. Um, I Again, I feel like Josh Jones might be another <laughs> like Twitter scout favorite, and, and he, NFL teams are going to be like, USC, Austin Jackson, let's go. Yeah, Austin Jackson. I mean, he played, you know, Pac-12, pack, pack good opponents there. Um, Josh Jones just kind of like mangled everyone he went against, though. Yeah, which is you which know, is what you like. Yeah, which, and which is what you want out of a left tackle from Houston. Yeah, you're playing at a, like a smaller school. You better dominate. Was that Ed Oliver's school? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. So you know they they're turning out solid players left and right. Look at these guys. Oh, uh, also, uh, Viking favorite fan favorite Case Keenum went to Houston. Oh, quality ball player Case Keenum. Uh, all right, so I think we'll hit two more that are kind of more goofy ones and then maybe do a seven-round Viking mock to finish it off. Yep, I, sounds good. So I got, how many times will the broadcast experience technical difficulties? Now, it's not a slowdown or low quality. It has to be a complete loss of feed or like an interview has to be halted because like you can't hear the person. And the over-under is four and a half. Obviously, this is because it's going to be a fucking bizarre-ass draft, like, all remotely done. So, yep, what do you I'm, think? You think? Well, yeah. All right. So, what I'm trying to think of is the the players getting drafted, not like the networks or anything, because I think yep. they'll have all their stuff figured out. It's are do some of these prospects who maybe don't come from much have shitty internet? Well, exactly, <laughs> shitty internet and. So from what I heard is they sent prospects like two iPhones and a couple tripods to like just put in the corner of their room, like of their house. Okay. So like to like just get the whole room in it. So yeah, and it's like fifty prospects I think they sent them out to. So okay. I mean, at a fifty, I feel like a few of them don't know what the hell they're doing, you know? Or like they'll start celebrating and like knock over the iPod or iPod iPhone. Um, so yeah, I'm going over. I'm going. It's going to be double digits. There's going to be all kinds of problems. It's going to be great. The Giants aren't even going to have a computer. I don't know what's going on. I honestly, I think I'm gonna go under. Yeah, I could actually totally see it going like relatively I, I'm, smooth. I, I'm just like, gonna go opposite of you, just because, you know, <laughs> like, I because I don't know. I think it could definitely be under. Just go smooth. It's good old time. No yeah. one even notices. We yeah. find out this is just actually a way better way to do it. Like all the teams, are like, yeah, we don't need to get together. This is pointless. I, uh, I, I what I'm really, I, I think I've said it on the mic before, but I'm really hoping. That Roger Goodell uh, pumps in booze when he makes a makes a pick selection. I heard that people were posting his address so that people could just like go outside his house and boo him as he Perfect. announces the pick. Yeah, we need booze. Come on, that's what we do. I mean, that's and like you know, everyone hates Roger Goodell. I honestly would think twice about Roger Goodell now <laughs> if he did that. Yeah, quality. Yeah, you know, he know he knows good fun. Like he can poke. Yeah, if he can poke fun at himself, then fuck it. 
I don't care. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so the favorite of that was the under. You're going under. I'm going over. Next one, last one is Will Roger Goodell, Ryan's boy, his favorite, Roger Goodell, will he be wearing a suit at the beginning of the draft? Absolutely. Yes. Yes is a heavy favorite. Absolutely. I think maybe if he's, you know, maybe he's turning a leaf, he's trying to be funny. Maybe he'll just be in like some sweats. Maybe he'll just be chilling like, you know, like like a Zoom meeting, you no. know, just hanging out. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to wear a suit. 100% wearing a suit. I wonder if all the prospects will wear suits because that's always like a big thing at the draft. They're all wearing these fancy suits. You know, they go and hug Roger Goodell, hold their jersey. Like, but they're all just sitting at home. Anyone getting dressed up? Just Roger Goodell? No, I'm sure some will be getting dressed up, but you know, a lot of the times when you see people sitting at home, they're, you know, wearing a sweatshirt and jeans or whatever, or their Teddy Bridgewater Panthers jersey. Oh, that's just gorgeous! Uh, oh, it looks so good. Nice, nice, nice blue. Nice blue. I know. I kind of. I, I'm feeling like I should have went white. The white, but I personally like the great. black. I would have taken the black. Black, ooh, black would have been. I didn't, I didn't see any black on there, but you know, I might get a couple. You know, you can't you don't need one Teddy Bridgewater jersey. You might need them all. You know, it's true. They're like I, Pokemon. Collect them all. <laughs> I have to uh, go get me now that they'll be on sale. The uh, the Color Rush Teddy B jersey from the Saints. Oh yeah, could the Color Rush Teddy? Yeah. Get yourself a get yourself a Jets Teddy. You know, for that few preseason games he played. You know, we probably should just start investing in every Teddy B jersey. Just have them all. Did you see the the, the video? Of the guy just had all the Farb jerseys, and he was like taking them off one by one. He had like oh, every single one Teddy jerseys. <laughs> I don't know how many there are. All oh, the Panthers have like five I just know. on their own. It's amazing. I want all the Teddy jerseys. And plus, again, uh, they're all going to be on sale. I want them all. <laughs> all right. Should we hit a seven-round? This will probably be our final mock before yeah, the real thing. Yeah, definitely. And I've got one loaded up, actually. We're, we're Let's at go. The, we're at the Vikings pick. Look at um, Ryan making moves. The On the board for guys we like um, or just areas of need, Grant Delpit. Uh, Josh Jones, Christian Fulton, um, Denzel Mims, Ezra Cleveland, Jalen Johnson, Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, do you wanna do you wanna make this pick or the next pick? Are we gonna swap each pick? Should, should we just do we want to do that or do we want to? That's kind of a good idea. Let's maybe we do that because I think last time we went consensus between us and kind of just went. Are we going all seven rounds? All right. Yeah, I've got all seven. That might get kind of tough towards the end though. Yeah, we'll have to talk a little bit about it. All right, well, um, you said Josh Jones is available? Yeah, Josh Jones is available. He's Draft Network's 23rd. Uh, How about your boy C.J. Henderson, not not available? C.J. Henderson, not available. He went uh, number nine to oh, wow. the Jaguars. Hmm. So, I, I mean, right from what I'm hearing is basically we kind of got no exciting players to fall to us. Nope. We're kind of sitting exactly in that range we talked about where it's like Josh Jones, one of the corners left, uh, yeah, Winfield. I, I think I think like Christian Fulton is like one of the more exciting guys on the board, him and Josh Jones. Um, but that's just me personally. Jeff Gladney went 12 to the Raiders, by the way. Really? Okay. So uh, hmm, I feel like what I would like to do – is go Christian Fulton and then Josh Jones. Because I don't think the Saints or the Patriots are taking a tackle because they took Isaiah – what was that guy's name? Isaiah Wynn? Yep. And then Teron Armstead's obviously – and Ryan Ramchek are locking down for New Orleans. Um, 
I don't know what you're thinking, but I'm thinking corner here. Yeah, I, I, definitely. I take Unless it. you're thinking Winfield, but we took Winfield last time. Maybe we shake it up. Yeah, I, th- I think we kind of shake it up to a more realistic kind of kind of board. Um, you know, Fulton rather than – I mean, I think Winfield's more than realistic, but outside corner, kind of a bigger yeah. need. It's, it's hard to say if we're being gopher homers or if we just are being – I mean, Winfield looks like a beast on tape, so I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, you know. But let's take Christian Fulton here, LSU. All right, so Christian Fulton, and then that leaves us with, uh, like, like you said, Josh Jones still on the board. Um, who he, went in between us? Uh, who went in between us? It was Jordan Love to nice. the Patriots. We want. And then Patrick Queen to That's the Saints. That's what we want. Yep. Basically, we have you know two guys we had no interest in at 25. So what do we what do we think? We go left tackle? We go receiver? Yeah, I'm kind of looking either at Josh Jones or Ezra Cleveland. Um, okay. I, I, I'm bigger on Ezra Cleveland, but I think, I don't know, Josh Jones and Cleveland are kind of graded the same. Let's let's I, take Cleveland. Let's go Cleveland. You, you want to go, go Cleveland? Yeah, let's take Cleveland. We've got corner. We've got tackle taken. Now I think we got to start looking for receivers, maybe some edge guys, maybe another corner. I don't I, know. I, I'm looking for another corner or, uh, you know, and then you just kind of got to see how, how the board falls for me from there. Um, but yeah, you know, receiver, edge, corner, like you said. Um, it, three texts are going. Ayuk just went. Noah, I went. Uh, Terrell's gone. Hamler's gone. Winfield Jr., Michael Pittman. T. Higgins gone. A uh, couple guards slash centers. Matt Hennessy, Robert Hunt went right before us. Uh, we're sitting with uh, Terrell Lewis, Kyle Duger. Ashton Davis, Chenault. Who's the best corners available? Best corners. I just want to, like, it's, it's always interesting to see, like, who, had we not taken corner in the first round, who we could have gotten in the second round. Uh, Damon Arnett, Cameron Dantzler, Bryce Hall. Yeah. And then uh, what about, what are we looking at receiver-wise? Receiver-wise, we're looking at Chenault, Peoples-Jones, Chase Claypool. Yikes. No Ayuk? No Ayuk went at, like, 45. So our best receiver is Chenault. Peoples Jones, in my opinion. Uh, like, I'm not a big not, Peoples Jones guy in the really second not, round. No, not in the second. But I mean, like, I don't want yeah. Chenault in the second round either. I think we got to look at corner. I think we got to go back to corner. Or how do you feel about Terrell Lewis and Jasuchi at uh, at edge? Not not big on edge for those guys. Curtis no, Weaver is available. I, I am a Curtis Weaver guy, but I know you're not as big on the Curtis Weaver. So we no, I, 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 and Okwara is available. I, I, I'm not opposed with way, the way the board fell. Like Curtis Weaver and the available cornerbacks are kind of in the same group. Who's the corners? The best ones are Arnett, Dantzler. Arnett, Dantzler, Bryce Hall. What about safety? No good safety fell like uh, Ashton Davis or anything? Ashton Davis and Kyle Duger are there. <sighs> hmm, okay, you know what? If you, let you just... a, if you didn't take a tackle, you could have taken Lucas Niang right here. How do you yeah. feel about that in the second? I, I don't hate like it. I'm... Yeah, I, I think it's definitely a step down, though, from those other guys, so I'm worried that he's not, like, day one starter type and we I, need day one starter type unless they can just maybe slide to guard at the I, beginning i kind of beg to differ i think niang's kind of in that ezra cleveland austin jackson josh jones kind of group okay i got i got people 
I got Barch and Pert above Nyang, so. Okay. Interesting. Which is. And I have them all pretty, Agree to pretty, <laughs> pretty far uh, tier between them. So I'm going to say you choose between edge and corner at this point. Ooh, so basically for – so it's either Curtis Weaver, Dantzler, or Arnett. Um, it's like is Dantzler's speed at his fake pro day for real? Because then I would love that guy. Um, I think, I think it's real. And the reason why I think it's real is because his tape says it's real. He does not play at four, six, three. Yeah, it might not be as fast as his pro day showed, uh, but it it just doesn't seem realistic that he's playing that slow. You know? Yeah, I think. And like between like, I was going either Dantzler or Weaver. Um, and I think it's just that's what I would do too. So much of a bigger need at corner than at edge. You know, like we got we've got a feedy. I'm more than happy that I'd rather see Afidi start and be, you know, short at edge rather than Holt Hill start and short at corner. So this makes Holton Hill basically your fourth corner. I mean, that's pretty. That becomes a pretty decent group then. Yeah, and like he could even be third to start the year just because corner's a little tough to get into. To yeah, start I mean, for all we know, it might be Hughes and Holton starting and. Uh, Fulton and Dantzler you know, waiting in the wings. Or, yeah. And, you know, we did a lot of subbing last year. We did a yeah. lot of random rotations. So um, so Cameron Dantzler's the pick? Yep, Cam Dantzler's the pick. Um, All right. Players are flying off the board as we speak. Um, Curtis Weaver went 73 to the Jags. Okay, um, okay. Okwara, Duger went... Um, I don't think I've seen Ashton Davis go yet. He'd be a nice pick at late uh, third. No, he's he's gone. Um, really, I'm wondering what we're gonna do at receiver. Yeah, no, I was just about to uh, talk about receivers because a lot of them went. Is KJ yeah. Hamler? No, yeah, starts at uh, their 104th best player at Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson, KJ Hill, Darnell Mooney. Quartney Davis, Lynn Bowden, Gabrielle Davis, who I'm a fan of, but I don't really know if I like him right here. Uh, you're definitely not drafting any like um, anyone that's ever going to be like a number one receiver. Like these are like um, special, like compliment pieces. Yeah, you're looking for maybe a burner, maybe just like a slot guy. So what what do we got? Like I don't really like any of those guys like a ton. Like I, no, I'm okay got, with like maybe like for Edge. Let's just move over there. If you wanna, if you wanna, go, you know, triple up on cornerback, you can take Amick Robinson. It's pretty oh, cool. Love that guy. <laughs> yep. Um, but let's just see here. Players of name. Receiver edge. Jabari Zaniga. I love that guy. Yep. Me too. Khalid Kareem, Bradley Ane, Alex Highsmith. Kenny I mean, I don't Wilkes. need to know the rest of them. If I'm taking Edge, I'm taking Nzinga. I want either Zaniga or Kenny Wilkes. You're a Kenny Wilkes think, guy. I think, I think you could probably get Wilkes later, though. Yeah, I think I think Zaniga's the man. How about uh, interior lineman? You got any? Is is Muti? How about Muti? Is he still on the board? Uh, nope, he's gone. He's gone. Could take Jordan Elliott for defensive line. I think uh, I think Zaniga's the guy. Yeah, uh, let's go to Zuniga. Man, this receiver, this is not working for receivers at all, but I, it just didn't fall that way. That's the worry. Like, we took 
we took a corner and tackle in the first round, and no one fell to us in the second. Like, it wasn't – unless you like Chenault, and we're not big on Chenault, so. Yeah. Hmm. So. That, is what it is. That brings us to another third-round pick. We've drafted uh, two corners, a uh, tackle, and an edge. So we kind of want to go back to wide receivers. Yeah. Wide receivers, no three techs really available unless you like Murchison here. Um, What do we got for receiver? I feel like we desperately need one right now, Ryan. Yeah, Gabriel Davis, Lynn Bowden, Courtney Davis, Darnell Mooney, Tyler Johnson, Colin Johnson. I mean, to me, I would take Tyler Johnson. He always falls in draft network. So Devin uh, otherwise, like even like I would take John Hightower here over half these guys. Is yeah, no, available? yeah, John Hightower is still available. I, I really like Hightower. I, I kind of prefer him uh, to Tyler Johnson, just because fit wise, a little more. Yep, yep. Uh, and to me, it's like I, I just, I, I could see John Hightower actually going higher than he always falls in draft network. So. I don't know if we want to take him now or grab one other player and then take John Hightower. Yeah, that's kind of like, do we want to grab a guard than Hightower? I don't know. I, I'm perfectly yeah. fine with grabbing Hightower right here, too, though. Unless you want to double up around receivers and grab, uh, like, who's that? Hold on. Did I see Courtney Davis? Or yeah, why don't you get, let me, get, let your, me, get your boy Courtney Davis and we'll take Hightower on the, on the, on the next pick. Yeah, let's see here. We're gonna have uh, to double up. These guys are these guys aren't you know these aren't named brands anymore. No, yeah, Courtney Davis, Courtney Davis. What is it? Courtney What's so? Again? Tell me about Courtney Davis. I don't think I've uh, studied him much. Uh, you know he's kind of got the same body type as uh, Stefan Diggs. He's like, you know, j- just over six foot. He's like two hundred pounds. Um, he's kind of, I don't know. He's a route runner. I guess he's kind of like a Stephon Diggs comp, slower. Uh, you know, just he's a route runner, good hands, okay. catching traffic. Um, I like it. Not not strictly a slot receiver. Okay. Well, let's pull the trigger on this boy. All right, Courtney Davis, Texas A and M. Um, bang bang. And then let's see here. Anyone else? Kind of. Ooh, Nick Cole, but we already drafted an edge. Yeah, like wide receiver. What else are we looking at? Maybe a safety? There's usually some good safeties around this time that I like. Yeah, Geno Stone, Julian Blackman are available. I'm a big Geno Stone guy. Like that yeah, guy a lot. I, I really like him. Brandon Jones from Texas. I like Geno Stone if we can get him at our next pick. Um, this is the big gap, right? Because they don't have a fourth rounder. Yeah, we're in the fourth round already. No, we do have a fourth rounder. Oh, uh, 132. Thaddeus Moss still available. Oh, Randy's Nick, boy. Nick Coe. Tyler Johnson still available. Isaiah Hodgins. Oof. Oof. You like him or what? Yeah, I really like Isaiah Hodgins. He was on uh, my list of guys uh, that I sent you. Oh, uh, um, I don't know if I looked at him. Mm. Big big receiver, yeah, 6'4". Yeah, he's two, a big, ten. yeah. I, I want to take Hodgins and then take Hightower later too. <laughs> I'm I'm fine with that. Is he? Are we at our pick? Where we? Yeah, at? we're at our pick. And uh, what were we looking? Oh, G, so Geno Stone or Isaiah Hodgins? 
Safety or wide receiver? Up to you. What are, what else is left of safety? Because I, I like a lot of safeties, so I mean, Julian, I'm not... Julian Blackman, Geno Stone, J.R. Reed, Antoine Brooks, Tanner Muse. It's kind of like a linebacker safety hybrid. He's pretty sweet. Yeah. Let's take your boy, let's take your receiver, and we'll grab a, a, a one of these safeties. Like, I don't even mind like a J.R. Reed or any of those guys, so... Let's grab your uh, your tall big guy. We don't have a big receiver on the Vikings. We need one. Right on. So Isaiah Hodgins, Oregon State wide receiver. Graves is probably pounding the table for him at this point in the draft. Um, <laughs> in the fourth round, I think so, honestly. Um, I think he's got that like third, fourth round grade for me. Might even be a little higher. I'd have to check. Get me to my notes. Yeah, it looks like he's early third round grade for me, actually. Oh, okay. okay. Got him in the fourth. Value. That's a lot of value. Vikings are up. Picks are in. Safety. Oh, Geno Stone's still there. Oh, I say pull the trigger. Right on. Good That's deal. That's a steal. Good move by us. Yep. And then should we see if John Hightower is still available at our next pick? Absolutely. Get the burner. We've been. We got the big body. We got kind of the route runner all around guy. We need that burner piece. Facts only. And you know, it just Hightower. That's a cool that's a cool name. John Hightower. You know, there we go. And Andy looks good in that Boise State uniform. Boise State did uh was that Ezra Cleveland Boise State or am I wrong? Yeah, Ezra Cleveland and, and we drafted Ezra. And Alexander Madison. Hell yeah. Let's get the band back together. Well, was Curtis Weaver at Boise State? But we did not know yeah, who he took Yeah, he was. Weaver. Oh, we should have taken yeah. Curtis Weaver. Three Boise State players? Yeah, we, <laughs> we we messed up big time. We just take their three best players and be like, oh, yeah, that that's a foundation right there. The Boise State Foundation. I'm not sure that's the best, best approach. Yeah. Maybe do oh, that with a better school. John we just got sniped. John went three picks ahead of us to Pittsburgh. Oh fucking Pittsburgh, and they know how to draft receivers. Yep. So that's yep. You guys, you guys, you guys should know. Oh, Tanner Muse still available. That's a linebacker, though. I know that's kind of a hybrid. We could, you could. I mean, it's an interesting pick. I wouldn't be against it. What have we not taken? We have not taken a three tech. No three tech. No No two guards. Yeah. Uh, No running back. Um, Let's see here. So three techs available. Raekwon Williams, uh, Tyler Clark. Oh, there's nothing here for yeah, us. Yeah, sounds like that got poached. I'm sure Keith Ishmael's available. Let's go check him out. Interior lineman. Yeah, nice little guard there. I feel like we can oh, use a no, guard. Oh, he's sniped. Oh. Uh, should we see if John Runyon's there? I like John Runyon. I do too. John Runyon's boy. Yep, product of John Runyon, a product of John Runyon. A lot of, uh, lot of there kids. There he is. He's there. Let's kids. take him. We're taking Let's him. Let's do John Runyon. What are we, in the sixth? Yep, we're in the sixth. All right. We're up again. Okay, right off, right off. Let's see. Let's see. Did I see Tanner Musil available? No. There's Terry Cleveland, Raekwon Williams, Solomon Kinley. Um... How so, fast is Tyree Cleveland? Could he be our John Hightower? It's like a four four six, I think I saw. Let me pull him up. I got him all listed right here. Tyree Cleveland. 
446. Look at you. Yeah, that's pretty quick. That's burner. 435 Quaz Watkins. Who's that guy? You like that guy? Sure, Quaz Watkins. I have no idea if he's available, but 435 is looking good. Is Mooney available? No, 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 no. I'm going to look for Quaz Watkins. He could be taken. Otherwise, we could take Tyree Cleveland, get our third receiver, finish up that. He's a 4-4 player. Uh, The Draft Network does not know Quaz Watkins. Oh. We're taking Tyree Cleveland. We're going to call him Quaz Watkins. (laughs) All right, so we're kind of getting down there. Uh, So far, the Vikings had drafted Christian Fulton, cornerback at number 22. Ezra Cleveland at 25, a tackle. Went back to corner at Cam Dantzler at 58. Then we went edge, Jabari Zaniga in the third. Uh, then we doubled up at wide receivers at Courtney Davis and Isaiah Hodgins at 105 and 132. Took Geno Stone at 155, John Runyon at 201, and Terry Cleveland at 205. We are in the seventh round here, uh, the Grapes and Gorak mock draft. We've got pick 219 available. What do we got left? Two picks? Three picks. I think it's three, so bear with us here. Um, yeah. What do you think? Maybe maybe, maybe cornerback, quarterback, or I like this DJ Dallas. Uh, running back? Running back. Out of I'm okay hand. grabbing a late running back here. We right. don't know what's going to happen with you know Cook and Mike Boone and whatnot. Yeah, let's take DJ Dallas here, and then maybe do we want to look at a developmental, developmental quarterback here? Sure. What about that uh, Florida International kid that it sounds like we Skyped with? Um, don't know much about him. I don't really know anything. I just know we talked. What's his name? Um, Florida. I think his name's Florida International Kid. I think it's Morgan. Could be gone. Yeah, he is gone. Yep, it's James Morgan. Yeah, available. You don't have much. Hmm. Bryce Perkins, Riley Neal, Mason Fine, Kelly Bryant, Blake Barnett, Elijah Sindelar, Jared Guar. Guarantano. Don't know any of those players. Um, I feel like they don't have some of the quarterbacks, though. Like, uh, I forget his name. I don't know. Kickers. Is Adam Vinatieri's brother available? I don't even have kickers on here. I don't want a kicker. Cody Coughlin's available. I don't mind him moving to off-ball linebacker. Yeah. um, There's really not much. I, I almost just want to call it here. Be like, all right, let's not bore anyone. We're taking Carter Coughlin. Carter Coughlin, Minnesota. Oh, boy. it's Quez Watkins, not Quaz. Quez Watkins, is he available? Quez. Yeah. Do we need a fourth receiver. Yes, we're taking a fourth one because we need that. He's a pra- he's a practice squad guy, probably. Anyways, you know, Quez, groom him. Not Quez. Quez. Sounds like they'd be spelled the same. And that was our last player. Nope, Quez is with an E. All right, recap it, and we'll get out of here. Christian Fulton, cornerback. Ezra Cleveland, tackle. Dantzler, Cameron, cornerback. Jabari Zaniga, edge. Courtney Davis, Isaiah Hodgins, wide receiver. Geno Stone, safety out of Iowa. John Runyon, product of John Runyon. Uh, Both products of Michigan. Uh, Tyree Cleveland, wide receiver. DJ Dallas, running back uh, out of Miami. Carter Coughlin, edge, off-ball linebacker, the University of Minnesota, and Quez Watkins, 
Quaz Watkins. Quaz. Quaz. So I feel like this draft, solid overall. Uh, nothing. I mean, Christian Fulton's pretty sweet. I feel like that's a pretty solid pick. Um, receivers, we took uh, quantity over quality because we didn't really get that to fall to us. Yep. Uh, no but, free tech. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Oh, um, hopefully the Vikings do a better job than that. Um, the board really didn't fall great for us. I no, feel like. which is like kind of rare for when we do yeah. a mock draft. Usually uh-huh. it falls right into our favor, but uh, maybe that's good. It's it's it is good because I feel like sometimes you end up watching the draft and it's like, oh, of course this is how it falls. Like most years, I feel like that happens. You do all these mocks on these websites, and it's like. There's always some random awesome player that falls that really shouldn't be. So Yeah, like DK Metcalf in the second. That'll never happen. Well, it did. <laughs> it did. It always I feel like a lot of times these mocks will give people like they're all like like a heightened like expectation of what's actually like I got this guy in the sixth and he's awesome and then it's like, yeah, well that's never gonna happen. So yeah. yep. but you know, overall we took care of corner, we got a left tackle, and we grabbed a whole shit ton of receivers. Yeah, I I, I mean Unless you, like, wanted us to draft, you know, Cesar Ruiz and plug him in right at guard. It all depends on how you feel about a tackle playing guard. Yeah. Um, or maybe grabbing a wide receiver right away. I think you, I mean, besides three tech, you kind of plugged all your holes. You said wide receivers, it was quality or quantity over quality. Yeah, you didn't get like an immediate starter, but you got a whole bunch of guys that can fight for that job. Your yeah. corner cornerback is basically solved, and you got your offensive line pretty much figured out by getting that left tackle moving. Uh, yeah, you can either uh, move jo- you can either move Josh Jones or move Reef inside. Yep, um, yep. Either way, wait a year I, then I, move Jones. I would honestly think that it's probably Josh Jones moving inside. Um, I could see that, and just don't mess with Reef. Let him play out this year. Yep. Cut him next year. You save fourteen million dollars or some crazy number, and also maybe we'll just trade for Trent Williams. You know, yeah. Get that. Let's make a move. Let's go. Uh, ready to wrap it up here? Should we uh, close her off and maybe we'll come back with maybe one early next week or probably more likely a draft recap end of next week. Yeah, I think we'll 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 try and get you guys one more before the draft, but it's highly unlikely. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll so. give it our best shot. Yep. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll let you guys go from there, and uh, we'll we'll see you guys post draft.